What is up, sophisticated strangers? What are you thinking about that one? <laughs> I feel like this is like our first ever episode because oh we're God. having so many issues we've been getting here going. For a half hour. <laughs> yeah, we've been here for half an hour trying to get this up and running today, and we're having nothing but problems with the video stuff. And it's mostly the audio today. I think the video. Well, one of the cameras did just. Well, shut thank off. God we didn't record a whole episode, and then have that irritating buzz yeah, in the background. Yeah, there was a buzzing happening in, on the audio. So we, we figured were it out. Trying to figure it out. So. If you don't want to listen to us <laughs> banter, complain about, complain about our setup and well, our audio. Just generally life, you know. Uh, the first 20 minutes of this episode will probably be us just chilling, talking, chilling rapping. like a villain. Rapping and whatnot. <laughs> and uh, so skip to 20 minutes or so, or in the show notes, I will have what time we actually start talking about what you probably care about. If you care about that. If you even care about that. Yeah. If you're here on accident, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got. Do you yeah. have anything? No. Just okay. hopefully this goes better than last okay. time with the video, but I think we're good. We're both recording. We should be good in. until we get done recording and realize something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we have to do a whole episode again. It says there's over four hours on the batteries, but they're plugged in, okay. so I think we're good. I want to give shout outs to our newest strangers. Those are Robert Potter, Jennifer Bailey. Uh, Clara and Brenna and any of my students that still listen, I miss you guys so much. And I want to give a special shout out to a newest stranger, Megan Whitwer. And this was kind of a cool situation where over our break, I brought up a bunch of totes from my storage unit because I'm trying to minimize, minimalize, minimalize, minimalist. Do the minimalist sure. minimalism thing? <laughs> Declutter. <laughs> Declutter. Because <laughs> I don't want, when I die, I don't want Corey to have to go through totes and be like what is this yeah you know there's some... a name for that it's called like something death cleaning oh and the whole idea <laughs> is so that little... you don't leave your loved yeah. ones with a bunch no of i don't want to leave Corey with all that crap to go yeah. through so i'm trying to go through stuff and back when i used to run i did that zombies run app that mm -hmm. i talked about on here way back in season one i think and i don't run anymore <laughs> i think those days are behind me yeah. but i had some uh, zombies run stuff mm-hmm that I got way back in the day. And I'm like, I don't want to just throw it out. So I was going to give it to somebody that still does it. Does it. Runs it. But I, I never go to the groups anymore or anything. And then a couple days, like weeks later, in my Facebook feed, a post showed up from one of the zombies run groups. Uh, Megan's asking for like music suggestions for running. So I posted a couple songs that I used to run to and I'm thinking it's weird that that popped up so that's almost like a synchronicity mm -hmm. so I friended her on Facebook and messaged her and I'm like do you want this stuff and I'm sure she probably thought it was some kind of weird scam at first but <laughs> yeah, she's totally. like sure and then I mentioned about the podcast and she's like big into the paranormal and stuff so now she loves the podcast nice so Megan thank you so much Hi, for Megan. listening and it, it was Don't just like a weird synchronicity. Yeah. yeah, I miss I miss running sometimes because that was such a good stress reliever. Yeah, and now I just gobble down fast food. <laughs> so that's kind of Papa Murphy's pizza. Papa Murphy's pizza. No, I can't. Mm. I'm getting away from Papa Murphy's because if I eat it, I w I'm drinking water all night. It's I think super salty. It's so salty. Yeah. So this getting old stuff sucks, yeah. people. I'm just telling yes. you, stay young. Yeah. Uh, do we have any housekeeping? Nope. No, I, I, I'm going to try not to complain so much. I, I have camera stuff written down for housekeeping. That's all I have. Okay. Well, hopefully we're through the camera stuff. We yeah. figured out the audio stuff. Um, we have a package I do want to open and we have a card to open. Should I start yeah, with the card? Sure. We have so many packages backed up right now that we're going to be doing maybe like one or two an episode. 
Kurt Kurt was worried because there's no return address on this envelope, and I was like, mm, "There's probably like anthrax or something in it." What the? <laughs> Yikes! I don't know if you can see that. It's Hang that over your bed. Slightly, yeah. Ooh. This brings you more wishes than these words can tell. That soon you'll be up again, active and well. Oh, and it's not signed. <laughs> That's really weird. But there's a post-it. Enjoy this card. This is the weirdest thing that we've ever gotten. It's literally just a post-it that says, enjoy this card. Nobody signed anything. Are we going to die? <laughs> it says we're going to be up and well. So, sorry, I'm going to put my glasses on. I I have no idea what's happening right now. <laughs> what are we supposed to make of this? I don't know. No return address. It's from Milwaukee. I love that clown picture on the front, actually. This is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't somebody sign it? Let me see it. Okay. <laughs> this is almost like getting another Matthew Thornton letter, which we've gotten several of now that we haven't even opened yet. I think it's just somebody wanting us to be going again uh -huh. with the podcast. Uh -huh. Well, and you you were kind of not feeling well for a while, so maybe that's it. Yeah. We're going to go with that. Yeah. This is not some sort of saw scenario where we're going to disappear. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Especially with the clowns. Oh, no. We got to hang that up. I love that. Well, thank you, mystery person, for that card. Yes, thank you. I think. Um, okay, this one is from Anthony Martinez. He actually messaged me yesterday to make sure we got this. That was that was the one that I was like deathly worried. I didn't want to squish because it seemed like something. I know what's in here. He told us he was sending this. Thank you, Anthony. Ooh, this is scary actually because it's like right up to the top. Ooh, are, you, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I am ready. Oh my god, that's freaking awesome! It's signed. Can that, you see that it's Yes, signed? that so is awesome. It is a poster, uh, Dana and Greg Newkirk's Haunted Objects Live, and it is signed. Yes. Oh, Seriously. That is so cool. He's a huge fan. Um, he had never, I think, I think he said in his message, he had never heard of Hellier or anything until I brought it up on an episode, and now yeah. he's a huge fan, and he actually got to go see them live. And I think he, oh, there's a whole letter in here. Holy moly. Um, and he got like two. Maybe, that is awesome. Oh my gosh. Oh, is he that a taste test? Great handwriting. No, it's incense. I feel like he, his handwriting is up there with. It's like calligraphy. It's Logan's. Logan. Yeah. Thank you. Do we read this whole thing? Well, we might as well. I'm just going to read it. Do you want to read the incense one? Hey, strangers. This was sent in November. Dear Krista and Kurt, I hope this letter and package find you well. Now, insert how much I love your podcast comment here. <laughs> you two really have made something special with the strange oh, sessions. And quite you. honestly, I'm not even really sure what that special thing is. Although I'm sure other listeners will agree. It's like listening to two people who very well could be my friends talk about weird, spooky stuff. Like, I, stuff. I'm constantly floored by how much <laughs> listeners love us because I, know. I don't even like listening to us. <laughs> That's so funny. I I love how people consider us friends. Yeah. 
Um, I have listened since you started the podcast and believe that others would soon hear and feel what I did and establish that cozy connection just as I did. I hope you know you are heard, admired, loved, not just by me, but well, your fellow strangers. And I hope you keep it going as long as you both can and mutually want. That's important. I think to listeners, your chemistry shines. I hope you enjoy the poster. It's from their show at the Stanley Hotel in Colorado. And that's going to come up today. At the Yeah, that's actually going to come up today oh, nice. in, in our discussion. Oh, yes, it is. Of yes. course it is. Yep. And he says, and gosh, oh boy, what a kindred special memory that was for me. Walking up to the hotel, I could feel static racing through my body. <sighs> Something in the air felt mischievous. I'm so jealous. And I don't know what that word is. I can't read it. And also... My excitement was brimming, inducing a surreal, slightly euphoric effect on me. Dude, I can just imagine. I can do. You know those nights. You know it's going to be good. One for the books. Their show, hands down, was fabulous. You should look up the hate doll, I think it was called. Krista, we got to haunt an object. (laughs) A picture of Greg looking to have that crying filter on from Snapchat. Oh, those are funny. Have you seen those? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I put my energy into it. Not that I needed it, but it renewed my love for the new Kirks. Carl and Connor, too. Yes, I love Carl and Connor. We're going to talk about Connor today. That's for sure. Yeah, and Carl. I think Carl was part of it, Yeah, Carl was, too. Um, Had I not gone back to get my phone, I would have missed a chance to encounter with this wonderful, sweet, kind girl who complimented my vintage jacket I got from a garage sale the day before, who must have seen a yearning in my eye when I saw a meet and greet happening. She gave me her armband pass. Holy oh. serendipity, Batman. Dana is lovely, and she hugged me five times. Oh, I'm jealous. I, I, I know. I want, I'm I want, so jealous. I want Dana to hug me. <laughs> we complimented each other's beautiful, flowing energy, and she's as kind and funny in person as she is on TV or podcast. Greg is sweet and carries a welcoming, intense energy. If that makes sense, it totally does. I hope to meet them again. Oh, and Carl, what a gem. Just as kind and humble. After I went up to him and said, I love your vision, I do. Greg gave me two posters because we were last and talked a while. After a while, I thought, hmm, I know who would love and appreciate this poster. Would love to ghost hunt with you two. Love to do a good Estes method on either end. And of course, we'll talk a lot about that today. Yeah, we're gonna, this is like the perfect <laughs> that letter is like the to perfect be letter to today. go into this. Yeah. <laughs> Any good tips? I don't have a recorder. Our phones are apps to record acceptable evidence. Hope to hear back. I actually think you could use your phone. To record EVP? Yeah. Honestly, I paid for this. It was like nine bucks. But it is a... I can't wait to get this framed and it's going on the wall. Yeah. Like this weekend. There's actually an app. It's on my phone. It's called ER70 EVP. Oh. But there is a special... It's an older digital audio recorder mm-hmm. that most people prefer to get EVPs. But Why then do you most think that is? because it doesn't record the best and stuff comes like it's that white artifacts, artifacts come through. Yeah. But somebody broke down exactly how it recorded mm. at this the channels and frequency and everything, and they made an app. Oh. So you it's awesome too because you just you know, you just turn it on and then I just hit record and it records them oh, as separate nice. sound files on my phone. Oh, nice. So it's basically like an EV. It's like this recorder, like recorder and it looks That's like an funny. old school digital recorder. Yeah. yeah I, it's called, it says Streamside. I don't know. It's called ER70 EVP. It was like 10 bucks and I bought it. I was going to use it on our investigation that we're going to talk about today, but I actually forgot to use it. But it's, And you're really probably only limited by the amount of storage space on yeah. your phone. Yeah, so don't worry about using your phone for no. record. Try try it. Use I whatever mean, tools you have. Yeah. 
Exactly. There really are no rules, guys. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't know what I'm doing. That, so. is, that letter was so cool. Yeah. And incense. Kurt and Krista, I also added some incense as well for both of you I felt that you might like. Krista, I put a fall solstice incense for you. You seem like a fall gal. It's the one that smells like pumpkin and spice. <laughs> yep. Kurt, I put in some sweet grass for you. It's useful before, during, and or after ghost hunting to clear your mind Ooh. slash spaces and bring positive intentions <gasps> as well as cleansing, whatever Krista just did, cleansing negative <laughs> energy. I also put two Palo Santo long brown sticks, jasmine cones, which promote happiness and relaxation. They are green. They also enhance spiritual connections, awareness, and facilitate a deeper sense of spirituality. Frankincense and myrrh, oh. believe it or not, was a remedy to remove contagious air, but also used to help spiritu spirituality vib vibration emotions. Used to purify almost the same as sage or better. I love this. Yeah. P.S. Kurt and Chris, I hope you enjoy the poster and incense. Keep doing what you're doing. Be weird. Stay strange, Anthony. <laughs> thank you so thank much, you so Anthony. Much, Anthony. Anthony, I want to give you a big hug. It smells amazing together. I want to give Anthony a hug too, and Dana Newkirk. Yeah, if we ever. Oh, it smells so good. It does. You can just put it. Down. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much, Anthony. We we were thinking about. I ha honestly, I haven't totally decided yet, and maybe it's too late. But at the school we're talking about today, or the location, yeah. they host paranormal events there, like where you can have booze, and like there's a, Adam Barry will be booze. there. Yeah, booze. I'm sure there actually is drinking there. Probably. Um, but they have like a conference, and they have speakers, and there are quite a few. people. Jason Hawes from Taps was there. Yep. Uh, I think Dustin was there. Yeah. Dustin, whatever his name is. Well, one of my friends offered us tickets to go, but it was your, um anniversary weekend so yeah. we didn't go but we are thinking about getting a booth yeah but i that terrifies me also <laughs> i don't know it terrifies me also too, number one i feel like nobody's gonna know us like, nobody is gonna, gonna know us but that's how they're people. gonna that's how they're gonna like find out about I the podcast i should look into it and we yeah. should actually make it happen yeah that's scary. <laughs> it's like really scary. So Anthony, thank you so yes, much. Thank Person you, that sent us the clown card, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for the random <laughs> clown card. Clara, we still have some stuff from more packages. We'll open those next time because I think this went long. It, yeah. A little bit long. We're actually right at 20 minutes. So okay, we still got to do the taste test. We do. Yeah. Oh, shoot. So. Where's my mug? It's behind the laptop. I'll let you do the unveiling or yeah, un you're the, un open it the for unbagging. Because you know how that goes. Yeah, here's the unbagging. This is another, it turns out there's six sodas in there. I don't know if this is going to be a gross soda or a good soda. I picked one out at random, closed my eyes. The color looked weird when I saw the bottle. Oh, looks like urine. Grandpa Joe's waffles and syrup. I bet that, that might be, be really good. good. Okay. Oh my God, I love anything maple. Yeah, you do. Brittany's on BDZ. She's she's my girl when it comes to maple stuff because oh, we're always we're always Snapchatting each other maple items. Oh, that's funny. Okay, I'm gonna take a picture. Oh, now that. I'm excited. I went from being scared to being okay. <laughs> um, titillated. Hey, we we sit closer together now, so we don't need the pizza peel. <laughs> the pizza that peel. not that we ever implemented the pizza peel method, but get my keychain. Is it a pop top? I assumed it was a twisty. Oh my god, that smells, smells so good. good. Well, we'll pour yourself some while you have it. I am excited. I love anything maple. Ooh, it, it smells good? really It smells like good. buttery. It smells like buttery and, and maple. Ooh, well, I'll just. Oh, I am all a quiver. Oh, that smells so good. 
I really want waffles now. <laughs> or pancakes. Or French toast. Ready? Or anything I can put this on. Yes. Mm. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. That is wow. one of the best that sodas really I think good. I have ever had in my life. <laughs> For someone who doesn't like soda. It's I'm buttery, like and it's not like it. grossly buttery. Mm-mm. It literally tastes like butter. Waffles. And maple syrup and waffles. That is, um, that's a. How do they even do this? I don't know, but that's a 12 out of 10. That yeah. is perfect. I'm giving it a 10. Yeah. I'm Krista not sure I've a, ever given. Chris given a soda a 10. I'm not sure I've ever done that before. This is amazing. Mm. Mm. Who it got a knee slap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave that to us? Uh, this is your Taylor, my oh, cousin's, cousin's son. Okay, so your cousin. Yeah, I, I in always some have way, an issue shape, with or that. form. Taylor yeah. wants to come on the, the the show. Oh my god, Taylor! This yeah. is like seriously probably the best That's soda amazing. I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I almost want to save a little bit for Jim to taste. Brittany, it. you would love this soda. Oh, it's so good. Oh my god. Nam nam. Okay. Is that it? I think that's it. Are we jumping into the episode? I mean, we might as well. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe we made it this far. All right, guys. Get out your bingo cards slash shot glasses because I'm going to apologize that I feel like this might not be a super interesting episode. And I think that boils down to the fact that not a whole ton happened, but also to the fact that... I wanted this, like the main thing about this, to be the Estes method. Yeah. This was the first time we ever did it. Yep. So later in the episode, we are going to be playing my entire Estes method session, and we're going to play Krista's and Coleman's. Mm-hmm. And um, there's, I edited out the silent bits, but we want you guys to hear what the Estes method is like in action. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is like... 12 minutes long and the other and ones are almost edited 10 at all no so, i hate saying the word edited no um, mine wasn't edited at all so for there is a video of kurtz so for the youtube channel i'm planning on using the video okay um i don't know i never saw the video so yeah. i don't know what it looks like but i don't know if it's going to be boring for people to listen to or not it's going to be like a half hour of listening to our various Estes method Skip sessions. over it. But I also wanted to put it on here because I'm notorious for losing files that I want like later <laughs> five years down the road. So I'm going to always know. Me. I'm always going <laughs> to know that if I want to hear our Estes method stuff, yeah. it's in this episode. That's funny. So this is going to be about our investigation that was on December 30th at the old Glen Beulah School mm-hmm. in Glen Beulah, Wisconsin. Um, if you've heard us talk about the Glen Beulah Cemetery, yes. this is just a few blocks away. So here we go from bumpinthenight.net. Uh, this one, uh, there's, there is some research stuff, but it's going to be a lot of us talking. And yeah. do you have the EVP clip that you wanted to play? Because I only have the two that I had. Well, I guess we'll see if mine was one of them. <laughs> okay, we'll find out. We run a tight ship here, We folks. do. Uh, the village of Glen Beulah, located at the edge of the mysterious Kettle Moraine Forest, Crystal loves the Kettle Moraine I do. Forest, I love the kettle. began its history as Clark's Mill and gained its first school in 1849. It was a simple schoolhouse divided in half for younger and older students. Later, though, the town changed its name, taking Glen from its, from its picturesque location and Beulah from the name of the mother of a contractor who brought the railroad to the village. Oh, so her first name was, was Beulah. Beulah? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So that's where Glenn Beulah came from. Mm. 
In the early 1900s, many rural Wisconsin schools began making the change from scattered one-room schoolhouses to official buildings that educated many ages and grades. Glen Beulah was no exception. In 1916, the first incarnation of the school was built, and it was expanded to, into its current size in 1938. The school operated for many years, although enrollment steadily declined with the shrinking of the nearby towns. Eventually, a decision was finally made to combine school districts with the nearby town of Elkhart Lake, and the old school was closed in 1995. The school remained vacant for the next 27 years when it was purchased by Melissa Clevenger and Craig Nearing, who hoped to turn it into an event space. But they soon found out they were not in the school alone. They soon discovered what visitors to the location would soon discover for themselves, that the old school was haunted. They were soon reporting slamming doors, unexplained footsteps, shadowy figures, and motion detectors that picked up movement and people that simply were not there. And then there were the voices. They are one of the most frequent things reported in the building. Laughter, yells, and full conversations occurring in rooms that were found to be completely empty. One night, Melissa and Craig called hello down a vacant stairway to find a male's voice answering them back. Mm. There was no one else in the building at the time. Moments later, they hear two adult men talking. That's going to come into play with some of our stuff later. Mm -hmm. Moments later, they hear two adult men talking, followed by footsteps going up and down the stairs. They check to make sure that they were alone, and they were. The few visitors that have braved the building so far have reported some of the strange things that Craig and Melissa have experienced, including disembodied voices, phantom footsteps, knocking, tapping and ringing sounds, cries, yells, laughter, and the voice of a little girl giggling. One EVP session even picked up the voice of a girl who said that her name was Melissa. And from the website wisconsinfrights.com, footsteps have been heard running up and down stairs, running through the halls. Loud, clear voices have been heard. Lights turn on after having been turned off. Pictures repeatedly fall off walls. Objects in the store are moved around inexplicably. And shadowy figures roam the old classrooms. The store was really cool. The store was really cool. You bought some stickers? Yeah, I bought some stickers I was going to give to Clara next time I see her. Um... But you could. What year was it built? It was like 1910? 19. Um, in 1916, the 16. first incarnation of the school was built and it was expanded into its current size in 1938. So the building okay. we investigate has been there since 1938, basically. So, as far as our investigation goes, play the clip that says introductions. This is where we all say our name. Oh. So, this is like all of us that were there. Oh, my stomach's already making noises. Oh, we never talked. We needed to like do an introduction for the podcast and say who we are. All right, we do. Give her Barry. This is me, Barry, talking on your recorder. It's the 30th of December, and we're at the Glen Beulah School. First EVP circle in the doll room. This is Rhonda. This is Mark. This is Krista. This is Jim. This is Kurt. This is Coleman. That yeah. is our that is our, our little group. roster of people that were there. Um, we met up at Fudgy Knuckles. Yeah, in the big town of Glen Beulah. Yeah, the Fudgy t- Knuckles the was actually it was really cool. Yeah, though. Was Fudgy really Knuckles good. was really nice. Um, and the food was really good. Mark and Rhonda met, and I met I met them at Walmart in Plymouth because mm-hmm. we had to pick up a couple last minute things. I ended up buying coffee that we ended up not using because they didn't have water at the at the school. Oh right, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah we met up at Fudgy Knuckles. Uh, 
it was it was like meeting Coleman. Coleman is awesome. Yeah. Like Coleman, we Instant, absolutely like friend. We absolutely love you. Yeah. And it was so nice seeing Barry. Yes. Like, for the first time in what, twelve uh, years, something like that? Yeah. Like just That's seeing crazy. her walk in. Like I have a connection with Barry that yeah, I have do. never had with anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember like after this investigation, I remembered that one of the complaints about back in the old days when we used to investigate was anytime Barry was there, like Barry, I was attached to the hip by mm-hmm. Barry. I always wanted to be with Barry. And this was like, that was no this, different. Yeah. That was this too. <laughs> Barry and I were always together, but I love that girl. I just yeah. absolutely adore it's Barry. Hard not to and, love her. and we can't go 10 years again. No. You know, without seeing her. She's so far away. So we just have to like figure yeah, that out. I didn't out. realize she's, she's that far away. Yeah, I didn't either. And Coleman came from a long way too. Yeah. You know, and, and Coleman was awesome. It yeah. was funny that like his girlfriend was like, are you sure you want to, you don't know any of these people. Is it going to turn into some sort of saw scenario <laughs> where we got traps set up inside the school? That's funny because Jeff and Joe were like, you don't know this guy. Are you sure you want to invite him on? An, are you are you going to go missing? I was like, no. <laughs> like, also, Jim's going to be there. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. And then he ended up being, yeah, he Coleman, fit in Col- yeah. instantly. You know, it was funny because I remember Mark was the first person, like after the investigation wrote in our group, like, we just need to make Coleman part of our group yeah. because everybody loved Coleman. Yeah. And speaking of Coleman, we have his voicemail here where he talks about the uh, investigation. The, it was two voicemails that I had to stitch together. Uh, he says he feels bad because he was he didn't prepare for the voicemail. And he's, so he was talking fast. So he was like kind of rambling, blah, blah, blah. but he said he feels really bad about that. But it's a really cool voicemail where he talks about uh, meeting us and the, the experience. So here is Coleman's voicemail. Hey, Kurt and Krista, this is uh, your fellow Scani uh, Coleman calling and not your so much of a stranger anymore. Um, I just wanted to call in and uh, say thank you for inviting me along with the investigation at the haunted school. And uh, I wanted to say it was a pretty awesome experience. I'm glad I did it. Um, look forward to doing, doing more in the future. Um, it was definitely an experience. Uh, with that being said, it was a very cold experience, but uh, I'm so glad I did it. It was a lot of fun meeting everybody, and uh, it was it was interesting. Um, I did get creepy, kind of eerie vibes from the place. I don't know if that means it was necessarily haunted, but that moment when I was in that one uh, hallway or staircase, whatever you want to call it, when I was there by myself and I heard those male voices, it truly freaked me out when I went running. I mean, it scared me so much I went running, as you guys very well knew. Um, I'm not saying I know what it was, but it it really freaked me out and kind of spooked me. Um, I don't think it was anybody else in the group um, because it was two male voices and everybody else was so far away that I I don't think it was them. Plus, I knew what their voices sounded like. But that was the only experience that I can recall experiencing. Um, I think it was a very cool atmosphere there, but a kind of a creepy atmosphere in my opinion. Um, but it was definitely fun and interesting, um, but definitely cold. Um, that little room with that little space heater was uh, interesting. And I think we were all a little focused on staying warm and not freezing. Um, but I would definitely like to do it again when it's warmer. Um and it was very nice meeting everybody and, and, and learning a little bit about the equipment. Um, and even doing the uh, part on the gymnasium stage with the um, 
your muffs in a blindfold. I can't remember what it's called exactly, but that was uh, kind of a cool experience, um, and I would like to try to do that again. So it, it, it was it was a lot of fun, and I'm glad I did it. And I think my message got running a little long, and it cut me off. But I just wanted to continue saying that uh, I'm really glad I did it. And uh, like I said, I didn't know where my last message cut off, but I wanted to say Kurt and Krista and the entire group are we're just like they sound on the, on the podcast. They're just so welcoming and friendly and just awesome people. And I'm glad I, I got, to, got to meet them and get to know them a little bit more and, uh, um, like to call them friends. So, um, I hope everybody's having a good new year so far and, uh, want to tell everybody to stay strange and have a good rest of the year and, uh, take care. What a sweet guy. We love you, Coleman. Thank you he so much. He makes a really good point, though, that he heard two male voices. We'll, we'll get into the voices in a little bit. Okay. But I just wanted to play that, to, you know, to, like Coleman talking about the investigation. Yeah, and to say small air or, uh, heater would be an understatement. Yeah. Well, so Maybe we'll get to that, too. Our, yeah. Now I have, have next general investigation. Okay. There was, I feel like we dropped the ball because we didn't really investigate a whole... Like, I feel like that's down to two factors. Yes. The first factor being that we did not know the location before we went there and we didn't have time to plan. All right, we should have somebody here. We should have somebody here. It was unorganized. It was very unorganized. And it was seeing Barry for the first time in forever. We wanted to talk to her. Meeting Coleman, we wanted to talk to him. So that didn't help the investigation. I think it was also, we were just so excited to, to actually be, do an to investigation. Be together, and to be doing together. an investigation. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of it was that we didn't have a chance to see the area right. beforehand to, to, to plan anything out. And what do you think the second factor was? It was so effing oh, cold. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because I've, editing some of the stuff from like <laughs> the, the Estes method sessions you're going to hear, like I had a edit Krista because Krista was swearing like all the time about how sorry about how cold it was. I know and this like is a you family said, show, so we don't swear in here, but I do swear. Yeah, like you said during the investigation though, it wasn't just that it's cold. Like I could handle cold, but it was like the kind of cold where damp cold. Like it's damp cold where you don't get it goes down to your bones and you don't get and that's warm. It. Yeah, we could see our breath. Yeah, we it could see our breath. Cold. It was so in a, cold. In a building we could see our yeah, breath. Yeah. So. And and the main room had a little space heater. But that didn't Little that didn't that is didn't an kick understatement. out that yeah. didn't kick out a lot. No. Uh, what my favorite? I was wearing leggings and like thermal <laughs> stuff under so my clothes. Cold. Even Jim was like, Jim, "Oh my god!" Jim, who is a walking furnace, was <laughs> who worked outside for twenty years in really cold weather, was really cold. Yeah, it was like the kind of cold that makes you miserable. Yeah. So I feel like nobody wanted to leave their main room. It was hard to focus uh, on anything other than how cold it was. There's like there's a clip. I didn't I have one funny clip, but I didn't include a lot of the funny clips because I didn't know if like Rhonda and Barry and those guys oh, want that included. Yeah. But there was a funny one where we're talking about it being an investigation and you got like three people on the couch eating popcorn <laughs> under a blanket <laughs> like you're watching a movie and it's not even an action. But nobody wanted room. to leave that center room no. because of the little one of my favorite memories there will be Barry and I when her her and I went down to the gym and she brought her little propane heater yeah. and we were on the gym stage and we had that little heater like right in front of us yeah. and just kicking off enough heat that we weren't miserable but I think between not having foreknowledge of the location mm-hmm. and it being so freaking cold we it wasn't a really good investigation I'd on like our another part. shot yeah for sure yeah when it's not <laughs> 
freezing. I'd take I'd take like in the fifties. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it was like really cold that yeah. night. and it started snowing towards the end of our yeah. investigation too. Yep. Uh, but did you have any weird experiences there, or any experiences? I wouldn't say I had a personal experience of any kind, but I do. There were some areas I thought upstairs was really creepy. So there was a point, and on the stage, for whatever reason, the stage in the gym, I was really uncomfortable up there. And then up in that, like the main classroom up on the second floor, mm-hmm. the doll room didn't bother me. That no, the doll room didn't bother me, but we room. all thought that was because the, it had a window and there were street lights and there was light, light coming through. So it wasn't yeah. like super. Yeah, but the main classroom up there was bright too. Yeah. That room really Well, the main me classroom, out. like I, I went at one point in the night, I went to the doll room by myself to try for EVPs and I was in there talking like if anybody's in here. And then I heard a sound come from the classroom next to it, like sound of something moving, not just like a random, yeah. but like the sound of something moving. And I, I, I'm like, nope, I noped yeah. out of there and grabbed my recorder and went back well, downstairs. Well, I had left the REM pod in the stairwell where Coleman had his experience. Uh-huh. And we are, we were all going back downstairs to probably warm up and regroup. And I had to go get the REM pod. And do you remember we were walking yeah. down the stairwell? I was like, Kurt, will you wait for me? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to <laughs> yep. go back up by yeah. myself. The stairwell, that stairwell well in particular i wasn't in the other one other than to grab the rem pod but the one that we used the most i thought that stairwell was a little creepy too yeah i didn't love that we had to go outside to go to the bathroom either it was like no really cold poor potty yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not what you want to do when it's that cold yeah uh they are we... getting electricity in the building yes though. and well they have electricity i'm sorry they're getting heat in the yeah. building this year the only stuff that i really experienced was when barry and i were in the gym Mm. And I, I don't remember. I think it was Barry came up with the idea to play songs. The school shut down in like, what was it, 95? Mm. So we came up with the idea of playing songs. From the 90s. From the 90s <laughs> or 80s or 70s that might have been played yeah. during like a dances, like school whatever, dances. Yeah. And the very first one we played, I took out my phone and I played I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. And once we started playing that, we heard sounds in the gym that weren't echo sounds mm. and throughout the rest of the night when we would play songs we would hear sounds in the gym that could have been an echo i suppose but it did not sound it sounded like movement like somebody was walking around mm-hmm. and outside the gym was the old music room yeah. and they said that playing music in that room sometimes mm. brought activity with yeah. it so we thought it was really interesting that when we played music in the gym we were hearing things yeah but other than that Music is a good trigger thing. Yeah. I'd say object, but yeah. that doesn't make sense. So it was just really interesting hearing noises in the gym while we were playing music. But then you're, because you're also playing music, it's hard to like tell what the sound is. Right. And it's but a when, gym. So yeah. When echoey. we weren't, but when we weren't playing anything, there were no, no, there were every now and then there was like, did you hear that? Like going through the audio, you'll hear me say, I heard that. And, and Barry's like, I heard that too. Like a sound of somebody walking by the door when there was nobody back by the door. So it's, we did hear things, but almost everything was in the gym. Like I feel yeah. the gym is very yeah, active in that building. Because I feel like I got a potential EVP from there, yeah. potentially. Yeah. And I feel like people kept hearing things coming from those side rooms off of the gym. Yeah. I think they must have been the locker rooms. Yeah. I didn't go any of the, in any of those rooms. No, but. I know Coleman went in the locker room for a little bit. I don't think I even really stepped into the locker rooms. Mm-hmm. But I have two minor, minor EVPs. Are they from the upstairs classroom? I think they might both be from the gym. Oh, okay. Uh, because... 
it's just they're not great EVPs, but you're going to hear Barry and I talking. Mm. And there's like another, it's almost like another voice in the background a little bit. Like I said, these are not good EVPs. It's like the only, but they're the only things I really caught that I was like questioning. Hmm. So you can play those. They're on the thing. I have them looped so it plays three times. Okay. You're going to hear Barry and I talking, I think, but there's also like a voice that seems to come through. Okay. At some point in the in the EVP clips. I don't remember off the top of my head now, but we're going to play play them right now. Let me know what you think, please, because like I said, I, otherwise I have nothing as far as EVPs. I these two I wouldn't even give to like a client that wanted us to investigate mm. because there's nothing really great there, but it's the only thing I could come up with. But it makes poor light. Was that ball here before? They were a bunch around. I'm not sure what one's got. I think different people were rolling them around on the way out. Should, we bring, the Should we bring the chairs back down? Mm-hmm. Was that ball here before? They were a bunch around. I'm not sure what one's got. I think different people were rolling them around on the way out. Should, we bring, the Should we bring the chairs back down? Mm-hmm. Was that ball here before? They were a bunch around. I'm not sure what one's got. I think different people were rolling them around on the way out. Should we, bring the Should we bring the chairs back down? I'm glad you call out that's Barry going, mm-hmm, because I would have been at like, the, At Whoa. the very end, that sound like, mm, is Barry, Barry. Barry shrugging going, mm, but there's like weird whispering I throughout. Hear whispering. And Barry wow. and I were the only ones down there at that time. And there's there's weird whispering that isn't either of us. And it doesn't sound like you moving. Sometimes jackets... Yeah, you know, can make yeah, that and noise, we were wearing but, jackets. Yeah, but it, it sounds, sounds like, like voices. Like voices. Hmm, so yeah, that's too bad you can't make it out. But. I know that's why it's not a really great EVP. But there's like something there. Mm-hmm. You know, her her and I had just walked back into the gymnasium, and that's when I I thought like the balls were moved mm-hmm. because there were balls on the floor and people were moving oh, them after we yeah. left. You know, so but that's to... that's what I got for one of my EVPs. There's something there, yeah. I feel, yeah, but I, too. I can't tell what it is. So I that's one of them. Okay. And here is the other one. Reflection of people's energy and their desires. You know, I think it's a fertile place. And I think um, reflection of people's energy and their desires. You know, I think it's a fertile place. And I think... Um, Reflection of people's energy and their desires. You know, I think it's a fertile place, and I think. Um Initially, it, to me, that sounds like Rhonda. That I thought her, I thought Barry and I were the only ones down there. If you were the only ones down that, there, that would be weird. But again, there's like weird background sounds like mm-hmm. whispering and stuff, and that was in the gymnasium again. Mm-hmm. So those were the only two possible EVPs that I think I caught. Okay. And I know you have one that I you like. I have two. I think I'll have oh. two. One of them is from the gymnasium as well. Okay. I, to, to me, the gymnasium was probably the most active place. Yeah. So the one is from the gymnasium. That I'll start with that one. And I'm saying something like, I just heard something weird. 
I was sitting on the stage by myself. You guys were all like down on the floor. And the, cha- and you, the chairs were sitting in the chairs on the yeah, floor. Yeah. And some people I think were in like the locker rooms or next to them. Mm-hmm. And you hear what sounds like a whisper. So I'll play that now. Okay. I just heard something weird. I just heard something weird. I just heard something weird. So it just sounds like a whisper right, right after, after I you say, say, I just heard something yeah. weird. Yep. I hear something there. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, I have two more, but I feel like one we maybe, um, nobody felt it was worthy. So <laughs> we <laughs> won't play that one. Um, the other one you hear, it's during Coleman's Estes method. Yeah. And... Rhonda says something I think we she asks a question and I think maybe you repeat it or she says we're confused and you say something like is there something did something happen in the gymnasium and it sounds like we get a response to that question which is interesting yeah it's a question about the gymnasium so here we go we're confused is there something going on in the gymnasium right now we're confused is there something going on in the gymnasium right now we're confused. Is there something going on in the gymnasium right now? I feel like it says yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah, I feel like it's a voice whispering yeah. yeah. And it sounds female or at least childlike to me. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting that a yep. lot of stuff go- is going on in the gymnasium and now we have an EBP Something referring us. to the gymnasium from, from the yeah. top floor that we were on actually. And I'm guessing I should have included it, but I'm guessing Coleman got something through the... Um, the ghost box yeah. during the Estes method yep. that made us ask that question. Yeah. So, so he must have said something about the gymnasium. Yeah. So those were our EVPs. I mean, they're not the greatest EVPs, yeah. but it, they're something. There's something. Like, <laughs> that we can't figure out what <laughs> yeah. it is. But the other interesting thing about that the, the night, other than what we're going to get into after this, which is going to be the meat of the episode, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. was Coleman hearing the two voices. Yeah. So when Barry and I were in the gym playing songs on our phone to try to get some sort of response sometimes because of youtube sometimes ads would pop up before the song yeah and sometimes it would be people talking so when coleman freaked out because he heard the two male voices talking Mm -hmm. we assumed he was hearing barry and i in the gym playing youtube but then once i synced up the times together the only ad that played any time around the time Coleman would have heard the two men talking was a female talking. Mm. So I, and, and especially with there being reports of people hearing two men talking, yeah. it it's really, really it's really specific and it's yeah. really interesting that Coleman heard that as well, I think in the same area. Yeah. So and the only men on the investigation were Jim, Coleman, and Mark. And me. And I was oh, with Barry you, in the you gym. You were with Barry. Jim was with me upstairs. Jim was with you. We were in the antique Mark, room. I think, was with Mark Rhonda. Mark was with Rhonda in that um, classroom on the first floor. Yeah. So it wouldn't have been any of us no. talking. Um, I know Barry said that like, if we did an investigation in summer, what would really kind of hurt us would be noise from the neighborhood. 
Because even yeah. that night, we had noises from the neighborhood when people were unloading like groceries. Unloading their groceries <laughs> outside. You know, we're so yell out it's the like, window, like, hey, don't but you also know when messing? Coleman heard the voices, it had to be around like midnight. So I wouldn't assume there would be two yeah. men lurking around the school that at cold. midnight. Yeah, it was really that cold. cold so originally, we kind of wrote off Coleman hearing the two males as the YouTube ad, but. Looking back, yeah, I, I don't, don't think, that's think the answer. I don't think that was the answer. Yeah. So I think Coleman genuinely heard, which is really creepy. Actually. Yeah, which is really creepy. And Pretty it's funny cool that for his first for, for his first investigation, he hears yeah. disembodied voices. So Coleman, good good job yeah. for catching that. But yeah, I really think it's too he, bad he didn't have a recorder. I know. With him at the I time. know. I really think that he heard the voices yeah. that other people have heard. I will say the REM pod was kind of a eh. The REM pod was interesting, but then we also realized that our walkie-talkies were setting it off, Every which kind of defeated yeah. the purpose Every of Every time having, we pressed the button on the walkie-talkie, the REM pod It would pod set off the off. REM pod because yeah. Rhonda got super freaked out by the REM pods going off. And it was and then, right so when then, Coleman heard the voices. When Coleman heard the voices, too, because Barry and I were downstairs and we're like, oh, it sounds like there's a whole hullabaloo going on yeah. upstairs you know <laughs> but it's funny because Rhonda was getting freaked out by the REM pod going off so she would call on her walkie-talkie and then when she'd call on the walkie-talkie it would make the REM pod go and off she's like, guys, and she's like guys get down and, here and I'm like we're not going up there that sounds scary <laughs> we're staying down here in the gym fun with that <laughs> I will say though later in the night when we were basically just camped out in the heated room and you guys were downstairs and we weren't using the walkie-talkie as the REM pod kept Did, going yes, off yes I remember you guys saying right that the REM the which was weird because nobody was using yeah walkie talkies right um yeah I, I, I need to learn the equipment better though because i i didn't know which light meant what or what you know but if we had foreknowledge what. of what the location was like yeah. we could have been like we're gonna put the rim pod here we're calling this a test run this was guys. a test run <laughs> but now we're gonna get into the meat of the episode which yeah. is something that i want to talk about and i'm gonna have stuff to say about it after we hear my okay session but we're gonna be talking about the estes method yeah so, from the website paranormalemissaries.com, from an article called, quote, The Estes Method in Ghost Hunting, a Comprehensive Guide, the article says, The Estes Method in Ghost Hunting has revolutionized the way paranormal investigators communicate with the other side. This method, while relatively new, has garnered significant attention and respect within the paranormal community. As a seasoned investigator, I've had my fair share of experiences with various gadgets and techniques, but the Estes Method stands out for its unique approach and the profound experience it offers. The Estes Method derives its name not from a person, but from a place, Estes Park, Colorado. This picturesque town is home to the Stanley Hotel, a location infamous for its paranormal activity and for being the inspiration behind what? The Shinning. The Shinning. It was within <laughs> the haunt- It was within the haunted halls of this hotel that the Estes method was born, forever linking the technique with one of the most haunted locations in America. Two names are synonymous with the Estes method. Who are they? Oh, Connor and uh, Carl. Yes. Connor Randall and Carl Pfeiffer. These innovative in a, in a, uh, These innovative investigators, while working as part of the resident paranormal team at the Stanley Hotel, sought a novel way to interact with the spirits said to roam the hotel's corridors. Their experiments led to the development of the Estes Method, a technique that has since been adopted by paranormal enthusiasts worldwide. And every couple years, there's a new ghost hunting technique that becomes ghost hunting technique du jour. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody does it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This one's been around for a while, though. Yeah, their approach was simple yet groundbreaking. By using a spirit box, 
Okay, and the spirit box is basically a radio receiver that quickly goes from frequency to frequency. Mm -hmm. So you're only hearing bits of radio chatter or static. Mm -hmm. By using a spirit box and isolating the listener from external stimuli, they believed they could achieve clearer and more direct communication with spirits. The results were nothing short of astonishing. And remember, I went into this as kind of a skeptic about Mm -hmm. the spirit box and about the Estes method. The results were nothing short of astonishing, with many sessions yielding responses that were both relevant and deeply personal. The Estes method's rise in popularity can be partly attributed to its mention in the documentary documentary, documentary series Hellier. Hellier. The series, which delves into the mysteries of the paranormal, showcased the Estes method in action. That was the first place I ever heard I of it. I feel like was, I need to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, introducing it to a wider audience and solidifying its reputation as a legitimate and effective investigative tool. So what exactly is the Estes method? At its core, it's a combination of sensory deprivation and the use of a spirit box. Let's break that down. Sensory deprivation is a technique that involves reducing or eliminating sensory input. In the context of the Estes method, this is achieved by wearing a blindfold and noise-canceling headphones. The idea is to block out any external distractions, allowing the investigator to focus solely on the sounds coming from the spirit box. Now let's talk about the spirit box. This device, also known as a ghost box, scans through radio frequencies at a rapid pace. The theory is that spirits can manipulate these frequencies to communicate with the living. In the Estes method, the spirit box's output is fed directly into the headphones of the investigator, creating a direct line of communication with potential spirits. One particular spirit box, the SP7, that's the one that that Blaine gave us, Mm. has been closely associated with the Estes method. The SP7 spirit box experiment, as it's often referred to, involves using the specific model of spirit box in conjunction with a sensory deprivation technique. The SP7 is known for its speed and clarity, making it an ideal choice for the Estes method. And also for saying, you are now in SP7 mode when you turn it on. (laughs) How to perform the Estes method. Step one, find a quiet location. Step two, set up your equipment. A spirit box. This device scans radio frequencies, which are believed to be manipulated by spirits to communicate. Noise-canceling headphones. These are used to block out any external noise, allowing the investigator to focus solely on the sounds coming from the spirit box. A blindfold. This is used to block out visual stimuli, further enhancing the investigator's focus on auditory input. Step four, ask questions. Now that your spirit box is scanning, you can start asking questions. The sender, the person who is asking the questions, asks questions aiming to communicate with any present spirits. These can be general questions like, is anyone here? Or more specific questions based on the location or known history of the place. Remember, the person wearing the headphones and blindfold will not be able to hear these questions. Step five, listen and interpret. This is where the Estes method truly shines. The receiver, the person who is blindfolded and listening with noise-canceling headphones, isolated from external stimuli, vocalizes any words or phrases that they hear through the spirit box. The second person who has been asking the questions can then interpret these messages in response to their questions. This This method of communication minimizes bias and allows for a more objective interpretation of the messages. It's essential to record the session for later analysis. Remember, performing the Estes method is an experience that requires patience, focus, and an open mind. 
And this comes from the website bloodydisgusting.com. Mm. <laughs> it's about like horror movies and stuff. From March 29th, 1923, from an article called, quote, Hellier investigator Connor J. Randall discusses the Stanley Hotel and co-creating the Estes Method. Do you mean 2023? What did I say? 1923. Okay, not 1923. <laughs> wow. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So confused. 2023. This is a really long EVP. <laughs> so Bloody Disgusting asks... During your time as a paranormal investigator at the Stanley Hotel, you and fellow investigators Carl Pfeiffer and Michelle Tate created a new technique to aid in paranormal investigations called the Estes Method using a spirit box, blindfold, and headphones. How did the three of you first come up with the idea for the Estes Method? And Connor replies, I think like a lot of ideas, the Estes Method was born out of a little bit of boredom and wanting to innovate. Carl, Michelle, and I were there three or four nights a week. It was basically like a regular job. We were hosting paranormal investigation tours of the Stanley Hotel, so people would pay to spend seven hours ghost hunting the hotel. I would love to do that. Did you know Connor is a drummer in a punk band? Yeah, yeah. So crazy. Connor's awesome. I'm he like fascinated awesome. by him. We would He's always, so smart. I know. We would always take people on the regular ghost tour, and then it would be after hours touring from 9 till 1 a.m., we would take groups of 10 or so around to different areas. We had some basic equipment. We had K2 meters and we had a spirit box and things like that. We just enjoyed telling people ghost stories and potentially looking for ghosts and kind of showing them the basics. It was almost like a crash course in investigating ghosts. Then it would be after hours and because I lived an hour away from there, there were often times where I would just stay at the hotel. Carl and Michelle didn't live too far away, so we would decide to stay afterwards and hang out by ourselves after the members of the public went home. When we were hanging out by ourselves, we still wanted to investigate, and we sort of got it in our heads that the ghosts just liked hanging out with us. At least we like to think so. It was kind of fun to hang out and say, quote, okay, guys, you know us. We're here every night. It sounds like at Vicky's at Elsing's mm-hmm. secondhand shop. We're back. And then we'd hopefully try to interact with the spirits that way. We had started to film the time that we spent there after the tours went home. Carl thought it would be a great way to advertise our little tours, and we thought it would be a fun way to document a long-term paranormal study. It's pretty rare to be in a location over and over again every night for years at a time, and that's what we were doing. We started to keep track of all sorts of things. We'd keep track of the weather on interesting nights and the phases of the moon or what day of the week it was, trying to see if there was some sort of pattern behind the activity. So we initially had our camcorders, and we were filming that sort of work after hours. Then one night, Carl was just sitting there, and he said, quote, You know, the spirit box has a headphone jack in it. Why can't we just plug headphones into it and listen? Maybe it'll be different. That simple statement sort of turned into, okay, what if the person listening can't hear what everybody else is asking? That becomes interesting. We tried it and got maybe a couple of interesting results and then decided to amplify it from there. We decided to bring in equipment that makes it absolutely impossible for somebody to hear what everyone outside is listening to. I play drums, so I had these giant drum headphones that are made for studio drummers, and they block out 23 decibels of sound around you. Now you definitely can't hear the noises of things around you. You also want to make sure people can't read lips or see the interactions of what's going on, so let's put a blindfold on them. That's how the method was just quickly really born in a couple of weeks back in 2016. So then Bloody Disgusting asks, How has the Estes method proven to be helpful on investigations you've been involved with? And Connor replies, The method is helpful in that if you're doing it correctly, the person who is the receiver is incredibly shut off from outside influence. 
If somebody is shut off from outside influence, hopefully that person doesn't even also really know any of the stories of the location they're at either. That's kind of the idea. The Estes method is the best attempt that I can think of in modern day paranormal investigation to rid ourselves of confirmation bias. It places somebody in the location, but that person is blinded. Hopefully not only to what's around them because of the equipment, but to the stories that were around them as well, thereby making any results triply impressive because this unknown consciousness is entering into the person who is speaking through those receiver headphones. Then we're able to sort of say what might actually be going on without a tainted view of these scary stories and history that often kind of bogs down the paranormal field in some ways. And I 100% think that's true. Yeah. So I want to play, we're going to play my entire Estes method. That was the first one we did that night. Uh, I realized we didn't do any Estes methods where we were just listening to the spirit box. We only did the ones where the person had a headphone jack in. You know what I mean? Like we should have all been in a room playing the spirit box out loud, asking questions, mm. and then seeing if we could hear things. Jim and I tried it. Okay, but we not I didn't. much happened. Yeah. But remember, I went into this as a huge Estes method skeptic mm-hmm. and being kind of freaked out by it at the same time. So here is my entire Estes method. I didn't edit anything out. When we play Krista's and Coleman's, I'm going to edit out some of the silences. But this is my, and again, some some people that are into paranormal investigations might be bored by these, but we want listeners that have never heard this mm-hmm. or or experienced it to, to see, to experience what we did. So here is my entire Estes Estes method. I was sitting on the stage of the gym. We were all sitting up You guys were all around me. Mm -hmm. I had the blindfold on and the headphones. I could hear... Yeah, they're not sound canceled. I could hear murmuring of voices. I couldn't always tell who... Like, if it was Mark, I would know it was Mark. But I could not hear what you guys were talking about and I could not hear what you guys were asking. Same. When it comes to Krista, she had the volume cranked up way more on hers. So when we get to Krista's, you're going to be able to actually hear like the like the sound mm-hmm. that comes through the... I could still hear you guys, but again, it was only when yeah. you got excited about something or you were laughing. The, I was the like, one, I don't the know one, what's going yeah, on Yeah, the one there. that's funny in yours is when my stomach gurgles oh. and everybody laughs and you're like, I don't know what's going on out there, but I can hear everybody <laughs> laughing. But it's just like I could not... I could hear. We should upgrade the headphones. We definitely need to upgrade the headphones, mm-hmm. but it was like Charlie Brown's teacher. I could hear. I could hear people talking, but I could not hear what they were, what they were saying. Yeah. So here is my entire Estes Method session. All right. Nice going, you heard. <laughs> See you on the other side. He's going to learn Spanish. I'm taking my cap off, too. I don't care. You're going to take that off. And I'll just do that for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You guys, you guys ready? Yeah, we're yeah. ready. Ready when you right, Give me like 20 seconds and then start asking questions. Okay. 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 Smoky. Do we have a dedicated question asker on this side? I might not respond right away. I'm gonna, no, that's right. fine. We're just gonna you know. ask questions. If you respond, you respond. If you don't, you don't. All right, we gotta go. Barry, do you wanna be the designated question asker? Not particularly, but Wait. I can. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta turn it up because I can still hear you guys. Crank it. There we go. Okay, give me 20 seconds. Mark. Sorry. 
my first question. Mark. I heard the word. I heard the name Mark. Yeah. Where are you? Is Mark your favorite? Coleman? Come on. Seriously? Who are we talking to? Kurt, I'm hearing that. I heard it like repeat my name like three times. Wow. This is not good. Are you getting to know us? Kurt, again. Did you like the music? Up. Up. What about up? Do we need to go upstairs? Wooden. Wooden? The ceiling in here is wooden. Up. Are you describing where we are? Yeah. I, I won't am. answer. Oh. Well done. You mad? False. No, you're not mad. Do you know where you are right now? Beautiful. Beautiful again. The school is beautiful. I agree. So is Krista. Aww. <laughs> is that why you stay here? Because it's Krista. There you go. Okay, it's weird actually seeing this in action in person. Mm -hmm. Can you say Rhonda? Beautiful. Oh. That's so crazy. Beautiful Krista. Stop it. Oh. Krista. Yeah. <laughs> He's just copying Jim. Did you hear us introducing ourselves upstairs in the doll room? Baseball. Yeah. Sports. You like to play sports? We played the whistle. Useless. Oh, useless. Sports are useless. Sorry. Better Was that somebody moving? I rocked the table. Oh, okay. Sex. Oh. Okay. Sex. I thought he said sets. Oh, maybe. Oh, I mean, sex. That's it. That's it. Sex. Or sex. Death. Oh. Did you die here? Laughing. We're just laughing. Do you like it when people just are themselves? Death. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Jeez, Rada, you better not talk Susan. Susan. What about Elizabeth? 
supposed to be an Elizabeth in the gym. Can you describe one of us? What color is my hair? Who are we? She thinks. Who are we talking to right now? Breasts. Oh. Well, this is dirty. This must be the gym. <laughs> was that you? Ed? Was Ed the janitor? No, that was the chair owner. Mm -hmm. Oh, the chair owner. The referee. Oh. We were blowing a whistle earlier. You were? Uh, the sound of a whistle, a oh. referee whistle. Nice. Were you the referee? Freaky. Are <laughs> you talking about sex, breasts, and now you want to get freaky? The referee. <laughs> the referee. Dribble balls. <laughs> oh no. That was me saying, oh no. I wonder. Yeah, we do too. <laughs> yeah, all the time. December. Yes, it is December, yes. Do you like all the groups coming through? Hi. Hi. Hello. Are you stuck here? Are you cold? Ocean. Should this be a school again? This sucks. Do you wish you could leave? It's just us. How many of you are there? That was me. Keep working on it. Keep working on it. Are there five of you? Ten? Can you give us a number? Yes. Okay, how many are there? Upstairs. Interesting. Do you want us to go upstairs? Who's upstairs? Hi. 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 Are you the little girl that had cancer? Do you like cats? Did you teach here? Heat. Yeah, we'd like some too. Yeah, I did ask if they were cold. It's snowing. It is. Oh you really? It was starting to when I was outside. Yeah. Are you able to leave the building? Are we living in a simulation? Ask, ask me. His name. What's his name? 
Ask me. What's his name? What's his name? Us. Is it Jim? Or Ed? Jim. Hmm. That's weird. Jim. Nice. Hmm. So is he talking about my gym or the gym that's supposed to be here? Or the gym that we're in. <laughs> or the gym that we're in. REM. Oh my gosh, REM pod. Can you make the REM pod go off? That red light over on the other side of the room. He's doing it himself. Well, let's hear it. You have to draw your energy close to that red light. That was Jim. Okay. Can you make that look? I'm looking. Look. We're looking. Yeah. Look at what? You can get that red light on. Can you touch that? Feet. Like Kurt's feet? Feet. Right, light on. Kurt's feet are still there. Kurt has feet. Alright, light down. Ooh. Are you taking a break? Yeah, somebody else do this for a while. How That's do you feel? It's weird because I have it on AM, so I'm hearing nothing but constant. You know, it's like almost when you're listening to like backwards messages trying yeah. to pick up the words. Yeah. Did anything I say correspond to anything you asked? Well, it's really weird that you kept saying our names. It was weird because I kept hearing them. You heard my name? Yeah. And you do not have a common name. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I mean, unless you're talking about pools. So, somebody try it on this AM and see what, see if you like this, and if not, we should try it on FM where there's not as much because it's it's literally nonstop fragments of work, and then you're listening to it so long and concentrating on it in your head, it starts to get like weird. Yeah. FM. FM would be a lot better, but I want somebody else to try AM okay. to see what you think. It's fun listening to it. It kind of takes me right it's, back it's, there. Yeah. My thoughts on Estes Method. I went into this completely skeptical about it mm-hmm. and freaked out by it. And I honestly love it. Mm-hmm. I I really do. And I think it freaks me out like how it wasn't always accurate. Right. But there was enough stuff that came through that was like specific, co- specific yeah. to us. Mm-hmm. And what what I find the most surprising about it is that what I thought, what freaked me out the most about the thought of it, like the giving in and just letting something come through, I ended up loving. Mm-hmm. Like about halfway through my session, I was trying to focus on the words coming in about halfway through, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stop. Like, and, oh, and it was yeah. almost... 
listening to the ch 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 and the and the fragments of words, it almost became like hypnotic, almost hypnotic, like mm-hmm. a trance. Like I was almost in like a trance like state. And some people say that that's what they want with the Estes method is that you're not only getting messages coming through from the audio, but, but if something is psychically yeah. trying to tell you a message, it's coming through. And it was weird. Like I am not, we, if you listen to this for a long time, you know, I am freaked out by the thought of giving in and letting something in. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I did. And it was kind of cool, mm-hmm. you know, and that almost makes me wonder, like, should I be trying to do psychic stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, like I was, I loved the Estes method. I was 100% surprised by how accurate I think it is and about how much the giving in and just letting stuff come into my head was cooler than I thought it would be. And I think I was still a little guarded. I thought it was really hard. I had a really hard time separating the static from the voices. Yeah. We're going to get to and yours. We're going to get to Krista's Estes method next. Yeah. I think I was just like, I, I felt very, very vulnerable. Yeah. So I feel like when you're doing an investigation, you're already blocking out some of your senses. See, and I feel like I gave into that. I'm like, yeah. all right, just do whatever you want. And then that's when I feel Mine like. Mine wasn't vulnerable from like a letting something in standpoint. It was more like you're taking what little senses I have left during an investigation yeah. that make me feel safe. And now <laughs> those are Taking those away from you. And you're really yeah. trusting the people around you because yeah. you are so vulnerable in that mm-hmm. moment. But also, I, I think I just, I had a little bit of a, a wall up too. Yeah. Because I didn't get nearly as much. Yeah, but some interesting, there's there's one very interesting part in yours that I'm I'm intrigued by. Yeah. But while I become like a hardcore Estes Method believer, mm-hmm. kind of actually. I can't wait to try it again. I, the, it's snowing or the Could have baseball, been just the weather. The baseball, mm-hmm. uh like it was snowing out it was snowing out and all you needed was like a clip of a weather report from a nearby radio station said it just started snowing there were a lot of sports happening that day too like on tv yeah 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 basketball games so so. baseball's weird yeah baseball happening no there was no base and also it was like around 11 o'clock midnight but Mm -hmm. i mean there would still be like news on Mm -hmm. but like the snowing could easily have been a brief clip coming through from a news station doing a report about the weather. weather yeah so our names is different. Our names is different. <laughs> uh, but you're going to hear in the other Estes method, you're going to hear my name comes up. Mm-hmm. But on the other. I know ha- I say it. On, so does Coleman. Yeah. On the other hand, my name is like one hard consonant. Yep. And if somebody, if you're going through a radio station where somebody says occurred, you're going to hear Kurt. Yep. You know, so my name is understandable to come up. Yeah, but like Coleman coming up was weird because yeah. you're not going to hear a lot of Coleman's. My name's not super common no, either. No, but hearing Kurt come through kind mm-hmm. of could be easily misinterpreted. Yeah. But like I I could not hear what you guys were asking. Mm-hmm. And the fact that some stuff came up the way it did was weird to me. And yeah. I've just, I, I am 100% impressed by the Estes method. And you can say what you want about the Newkirks and Connor. I've never heard anyone say anything bad about no, them, though. No, <laughs> but you can, you can call them Zach Bagans 2.0. Not like people even close. do. Yeah, I know, but people do say that. Hmm. But their, their I think idea. They're so much more analytical and, and discerning about what they do. Yeah. But no matter what you say about them, you cannot deny the fact that their theory behind the Estes method is really sound. It is that very you're sound. what you're eliminating the bias of like if I would have been able to hear you say 
who else is here in a room with us? And I hear Coleman come through. That's one thing. Yeah. You know, but when I can't hear what you guys are saying and something comes through that kind of correlates to what you guys are saying, yeah. you can't deny that that's really interesting. Right. You're not interpreting the sound in yeah. the moment to match the question because yeah. you can't hear the question. Yeah. And so I've, I've totally, like, I love the Estes method. I yeah. 100% love the Estes method. Uh, and I, I'm amazed at the thought where like halfway through that, I'm just like, oh, the hell with it. I'm just done even trying. And I was just letting, I just opened myself up and it was almost like going into a trance where I'm just, and, mm-hmm. and then like the, the, ask me like that stuff like came through, like maybe that wasn't even part of the radio stuff. Maybe that was something that popped into my head from whatever was there right. in the gym. So like you didn't hear just audibly. fascinated by the Estes method. So me now too. we will play Krista's. Yeah. And if you're out watching on YouTube, there's no video. For no, mine. but for Krista's, I edited out some of the long stretches where there were no responses. So it's going to sound a little quicker than mine, but I I wanted to have yours and Coleman's. Rhonda did it too, but nothing came through for yeah. Rhonda. Yeah. But yours was interesting and Coleman, I mean, God, Coleman, for never being on an investigation before and then doing the Estes method, props to you for yeah. everything. Yeah, I agree. But here is Krista's Estes method. It was shortly right after mine was. And about, I think, midway of three years, you switched to FM. Oh, yeah. And FM That's is true. different because there's not as many stations coming through right. and it's more just static and white noise okay so here is krista's estes method krista is anybody in here with us right now i can i can almost hear yeah me too information wow that was weird <laughs> information i said that who's in here with us who's at the school right now Do you remember our names? Good. Are you mad that we're here? Do you have a connection to this building? Do you no. like being visited by the groups? Yeah, do you like when the groups come and see you all the time, or does that bother you? Do you have a connection to the land? I thought I heard cancer. Do you know what year it is? What's your favorite subject in school? I'm hearing like another muttering voice like coming from behind me. Like by that stairway that we came up. Are you in here with us right now? Were you a former student? That was my stomach. Okay. Are you Elizabeth? Is Elizabeth here right now? I think I heard Kurt. Oh. Kurt. Are you trapped here? The listeners. Oh. Weird. Are you trying to talk to me right now? What would you like to say to me? Kurt. Is this Elizabeth? I swear I heard podcasts. That's weird. Do you listen to our podcast, Elizabeth? Is the red light moving around? Where? Is that Krista's red light? Whatever that... 
somebody trying to talk to me right now through there? Should we keep doing the podcast? Did you say cancer before? Did you have cancer? Do you know one of us? Is there anything we should Maybe. Know? Who do you know? Which one of us do you know? It's crazy how you can hear this. The words, you know, mm -hmm. scattering. Mm -hmm. But yet she's only hearing those certain responses clear to her, you know? It's, it's, so, it's so hard when you have that thing on because, like I said, all the best thing to do is just to like clear your mind and just go with it and just pick out anything that pops up. Hmm. And did you want to try it on FM, you said? Yeah, if we try it on FM, there'll be a lot less... Mm, I thought I she switched to FM, though. No, she's still on AM. Oh, she's on AM. Do you want to see if she'd like to switch to FM? Yeah. Do you want to just tap her? Yeah. <laughs> 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 try try switching to try, try switching to FM. Okay. Is that it's it? crazy? There's just so much coming through. It's like you can ah. hear it. All you can do, like I said, all you can do is just clear. Just kind of like not just, focus on it. Yeah. Oh how do you gosh. change it to a cold? Yeah, yeah. It's cold. It was weird that it said like AM. Like gold. And hot. And hot. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. How do you change it to AM? I can't yeah. read any of that. She doesn't have a cheaters. No, this is FM. This is what you want. Now it sounds like industrial music. It does. <laughs> wow, that's a lot quieter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's less. Okay, let's try this again. I just have a weird feeling that nothing will come through with this because it's just like it's not as as many. Abby. What did she just say? Abby. 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 Was there an Abby that went to school here? Is Abby one of the students? I can, can you turn it up? I can kind of hear you asking questions. <sighs> That's as much as I can turn it up. Is Abby here with us right now? Abby, are you mad that we're here? Do you know what year it is? Can you tell us hello? Can you tell us anything? That's my son. <laughs> Who were the two men that we heard talking before? Is there anybody in here with us right now? 
Hello? You? <laughs> That's weird. Besides us? Is there anybody besides us? What? Why are you here? We're here hoping to communicate with any energy that is, or energies that are still here in the building or on the grounds. Would you communicate with us? We don't mean any disrespect. I think we all have a curiosity about the world beyond the physical world that we're living in. Did you like the songs we played before in the gym? Did it remind you of your school dances? You can see there's a lot less coming through. Yeah. But is this the true, you know, or, or is the other one? Run. No, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> no. <laughs> the I'm like, no, <laughs> Run from what? Run from what? Why are we supposed to run? Or is it running because it's a gym? Did you used to run here? Or do you want us to run? It sounds like someone on a really strange phone call to me. <laughs> is there anything you want to say to us? Can we help you? Keep getting like this deep voice that's coming through, but I can't understand anything it's saying. Is your name Ed? I don't know. Is your name Jim? Was that you? Oh, Holy God. Thank God. That sounded like a little wave. Jesus. It like a freaking avalanche. Well, but then one curve. I don't know what's going on out there. <laughs> Jeez, that is loud. Oh, it's possessed. Are you cold? I'm freezing. Did you hear Yeah. Yeah. Depending on where the static is, I can sometimes hear you. Really, it's a... Does somebody else want to try it, or do you want to do something else? I'm going to go sit in the comfy room for a minute. Okay, let's go up to the, let's go up to the warm room. Take a break. Yeah, first thing, that's just me. Come on. <laughs> Someone touching me. I think that's interesting, though. It was really, it was way harder to hear you when it was on. Yeah, because it's constant, just bits of voices. Yeah, this one I could kind of hear you over the but I couldn't really hear what you were saying. Like I knew when Barry was talking, when everybody was laughing, my stomach gurgled like oh, super loud. Was? Yeah, it was, like, <laughs> it was like thunder. It Jim said so it was like loud. thunder. <laughs> yeah, mine was slightly less eventful than yours. Yeah, but you still had Except for your stomach growl. <laughs> my stomach growl was so loud, yeah. and I I love that you can wow. <laughs> that, that was loud. <laughs> was that your microphone? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what what really interested me in yours is the well the fact that I think cancer comes up again in, in I think it was in all three of them 
Did I say cancer? We asked the question. Yes. I don't think it, but you it comes said up, it. It comes up in Coleman's. I do remember that. And yeah. what, what, inter- what interests me the most from yours is when you said that it was like there was a deep male voice that was trying to come through. Mm-hmm. That creeps me out a little bit. Like something was trying to come forward. Like I didn't have anything like that where like mine was just like the bits of speech. But when you said there was like a male voice, I, could, I kept hearing it, but I couldn't make. But that's weird to me. It. That's almost yeah. like if, if you would have opened yourself completely up, maybe yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, maybe you would have heard what it was maybe. trying to say. But I thought yours was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I really did. Um, I'm all paranoid now because Kurt's camera just shut off. Yeah, my camera just mysteriously shut off, but it's it's <laughs> back, back on. Now. But Obviously. I thought yours was interesting, and now, how long, what time are we looking at? Hour and 33 minutes. Okay, now we're going to play Coleman's. Cool. And like I said, Coleman, props to you for getting up. And it, Coleman's was, it was funny. very be- open and curious. Yeah, like Coleman's was, was cool, though, because we were up in the classroom. Yeah. We were upstairs totally in the classroom, and he was at the teacher's desk, and we were all sitting in the students' yeah. desks, which was cool. So here, and Coleman's was interesting, too, I yeah. thought. So here is Coleman's Estes session. This is the last one we'll play from our investigation. So here's Coleman. Let's just see if he starts answering questions in general. Coleman, can you hear us? Kurt. That was <laughs> so weird. Did I hit record on my recorder, too? They haven't mentioned my name yet. No? We're berries. We're berries. Why, why does, what, whoever you are, why do you keep saying my name? Is there something you want to tell me? Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. But it also could be because with the static, with the way the sound goes, my voice, I mean, my name is like an easy yeah. ert sound. Ert sound. What do you want to tell me? Why do you keep saying Kurt? I'm moving in case you're recording. I am. Is there something I need to know? Upstairs. <laughs> you kept saying upstairs before. Yeah, yeah. We are upstairs. Upstairs. What, what do you want us to do up here? Are we supposed to be up here? Or are you saying that you were the thing that made the noise when I was in the doll room by myself? You what is what is your name? I'm moving around in the second If I can Loud. <laughs> about you moving around. Right. See Coleman's like Coleman's actually a good channeler. Are you upset that we're here tonight? Or do you like us being here? Are some groups mean to you that come in? Do you know what year it is? Oh, can you see them with the lights off on them? Okay. What would you like to tell us? Pain. Oh. That's not good. Are you in pain? Do you have cancer? I, what? I thought I was hearing something coming from over there. Like from over here. Like the doll room? Are you in the doll room right now or are you here? Where are you right now? Can you come closer? What was that? Kurt! What? <laughs> I seriously feel like if something's here, it's trying to tell me something, or what do you want me to know? Yeah, that was my stomach. Outside. 
Ooh. I should go outside? Like, I want to go look out the window. Yeah. I'm going to do that. If you look out the window and there's somebody standing out there looking up at us, what is outside right now? Krista. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. <laughs> Krista's looking out the window. What are we looking at outside? Or am I supposed to go outside? I wish I knew what you were trying to tell me. Did we all say our names before? Because I said my name's Kurt. And significant. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've been called that before. Insignificant. insignificant. What's insignificant? It's pretty dark out there. You seem to know all of our names. Why won't you tell us your name? Are you Elizabeth? Or Abby? How many of you are here? Help! Oh. Are you Abby? What do you need help with? Help! Who needs help? What, what can we do to help you? Is there anything we can do? It. What, what it? What can we do? How many of you are here? Are there more than five of you? Are you happy here? Teacher. Wow. Are you a teacher? Are you a teacher? Is that who we're talking to? Are you the one that's in pain? Does a teacher need help? So there's teachers here and students here? Is there a student named Abby? Jim. Oh. Are you talking about Jim the person? Or, or are you talking gym? about the gymnasium? We're confused. Is there something going on in the gymnasium right now? Did you like when Barry and I were playing music down there before? Do we need to go back down to the gymnasium? I'm walking back over. Bully. Bully. Oh, so somebody was bullied in the gym? That sense. Or was Jim a bully? Yeah, I heard like a door open. That's Mark coming up, I think. Yeah. I think oh my so. god. Sorry, Mark. Help. Help with what? What can we help you with? What can we do? Are you in pain? Did you die here? Or do you need help with a bully? Is a bully after you? I pulled a card out from this deck of cards. Can you tell me what card I pulled? Teacher. What card is what card is Krista holding in her hand right now? 
Can you tell me what card this is? Give me a number. What number is on the card? Card. What card is on the number Krista is holding in her hand? What number is on the card? Well, it is. It said what card is on the number. Oh, did I? <laughs> what number is on the card in Krista's hand? Did Mark come up? He might have went outside for a cigarette. Oh, okay. What card is Krista holding up? Can you please tell us what number is on it? I can see my breath in here. Can you read the number that's in her hand? Basketball. Again. Yeah, a lot of stuff with the gymnasium. Well, that makes me wonder if locally there are a lot of basketball games being broadcast tonight. Yeah, I wondered that too. This time? Like yeah. before something was set, snow. Yeah. You said snow, and I was like, yeah, but there's snow. Yeah. Snowing. Yeah. So it makes sense for that one to pop in. Teacher, not though. No, not Kurt. Teacher. Not Kurt. What message would you like to give to me, Kurt? I'm Kurt. Can you describe Kurt? Yeah, would what you just. What is he wearing? What am I wearing? Message. What message do you have for Kurt? What do you need to tell me? Can you tell me what card Krista has on the desk? Can you tell me what's in my pocket right now? What's in my pocket? No, I want to know what's in your pocket. <laughs> a, a crystal, a rock. Okay. Uh, amethyst. Can you tell me what's in my pocket? Expression. Is there anything else you would like to say to us? Yeah, how long do we want to keep them in there? I think we could take them out pretty soon. Does, does somebody else want to try? Yeah, going to scare him. I know. Well, no, turn the start. I would say let's let me turn on the overhead light, maybe. Yeah. Just kind of ambient light. We're going to say goodbye to you, Coleman, and somebody else is going to be coming in. Yeah, I want to know. Could clearly teacher, hear your name. If there's up. like an MVP player around here that's Kurt, 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 like, yeah, it's like, disorienting a little it's bit. It's disorienting. It's very disorienting. And you focus so hard on it, it, it becomes like, it becomes like, it, that's how they it think takes you it to like a different yeah. place. You're yep. so focused on it. Yep. He did such a good job. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird thing to do. It is. Coleman did so good. Like, like, yeah. what interests me a lot is the stuff that came up in all the, or at least two the out of the three, the commonalities. Yeah. Like, I felt like something was trying to get a message through to me because there was so much Kurt mm -hmm. message. Mm -hmm. uh, again, the basketball could have been a, basketball a, games going on a radio night. broadcast yeah. about a basketball game. But upstairs was said. Upstairs by was you said. And yeah. Yeah. And the teacher reference teacher, while we're sitting in a classroom. Bully. Talk about yeah. bully at a school. So. And you could hear the EVP of is there that, something, something happen in the gymnasium? Yeah. yeah. So. 
I mean, I'm utterly fascinated by the Estes method. Me I mean, these three sessions alone, like make me think that there's something to it. And I really want to do it again mm-hmm. at, at other locations. Yeah. So I love the Estes method. Kind of want to know what you guys think of these clips. Like, in, could you leave a message in the strangers as to what you thought of our Estes method clips? Like, I'm just super curious what you guys think. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I feel like there's too many commonalities in these three sessions. Yeah. Uh, especially since you can't hear what the people are asking. Right. So I'm just fascinated. I feel like something was trying to get a message through to me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. What did you think of the Estes method stuff? Uh, yeah, I'd love to try it again. Yeah. I didn't have as much come through, but I also need to learn to open myself up a little bit. Yeah. And that's hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's hard. So we find we got one last little fun clip for you guys. Uh, when I was editing my audio, this came up and I was just laughing. So it's one that's titled the VI on your thing. Okay. So this was when we were playing music in the gym. Okay. So here you go. Enjoy. All right. Stop. Collaborate and listen. Kurt is back with a brand new invention. And I glow. Little ice, ice. There you baby. go. That's me busting out some. It's very appropriate. Busting ice, out some vanilla ice. Ice, ice. It's it so funny because when yeah. Barry and I were down there, we were playing like these '90s songs and just laughing and making up our own words. And I couldn't really play those because I think a copyright violation. Because you can hear it so good in the background. Oh. But this one, you don't hear it. But. That's me busting out some vanilla ice. Yeah. And Chris and uh, Barry in the background going, so what do you do on ghost investigations? <laughs> well, it's not an exact science. <laughs> but they told us when we started investigating there that the spirits liked people just being themselves. Yeah. And I feel like at a place like that, every because there were people there every night before us, every night after us, that people are there doing the same thing. So we wanted to make it kind of fun for whatever was mm-hmm. there. But again, I well, we'll just get to this. What do you think? School haunted? Do you think there was anything there? I feel like Mark and Rhonda, like Mark said, he got no weird vibes. Mm-hmm. Rhonda, I feel like didn't get any weird vibes. I did. Like I did I too. Said earlier. And Coleman did. You know, I I totally mm-hmm. got weird vibes. I I Coleman had the best experience out of all of us. Yeah, yeah. He got I, to hear the two voices. I think there's something going on. I just didn't get to experience it. No, and, and I I wonder I, if we had stayed longer. If we I, could have stuck out the cold. I don't know. Because people say that it tends to ramp up after, after like, one o'clock. Yeah. And we left at like one thirty or, yeah. or or two. I think we were when it was we were close all to two maybe. Yeah, when we were all down in the gym. Mm-hmm. It was it was like one thirty. So I think we all left around two. But I, I feel like it's active, mm-hmm. but I feel like that night between us being kind of disorganized and us being freezing cold mm-hmm. and miserable, I feel like that played a big part in us not getting a lot. I agree. I, I 100% think... I think there's something going on. I think now. every school has energy in it. Yeah. And I really feel like this place does, but we did not get to experience a ton of it. I would love to go like there in June. Now, that, yeah. especially now that we know what the Maybe layout. Maybe not of the, when it's like a hundred. No, <laughs> no. But now that we know what Maybe the layout like of the 70. building is, we could have a yep. better game plan, and we could rotate people better because, you know, like when you had people in rooms next to each other, there'd be a lot of cross so contamination of audio and yeah. stuff. And I feel like we would have a better grasp on it. We would be more open, maybe to hearing ghosts over our chattering teeth because mm-hmm. it was so cold. Yeah. But I 100% I do think that the school is active, but that's just me personally. 
uh, I'm fascinated. If I bring in away anything from this, I'm fascinated by the Estes method. Yeah. I really, truly. It was fun to get to try it. Yeah. I really, truly think it is a very valuable tool mm-hmm. depending on the person. Yep. I agree. Like you have to kind of be, I feel like if you've already got like psychic tendencies, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a perfect method. So I went from hating the Estes method and being freaked out by it to just absolutely loving it. Yeah. And that's my takeaway from this. And I think that's why Dana is so effective at it yeah. because she actively works on yes. increasing intuition and yeah. think, strengthening intuition. And if you've ever watched her do the Estes method, yeah. she's really good at yeah. it. Yep. But Coleman Connor had, is too. Yeah. Coleman had the best experience. We're hearing the two men talking. Yeah. That I'm a little jelly. Little jelly. But it was, it was a great time. It was great meeting Coleman. It was yeah. great seeing Barry again. It was great having Jim along on an actual yeah. investigation. He was with on the asylum, but I wouldn't call that an investigation. Yeah. That was a tour, really. But So any final thoughts about our investigation before we call her quits? No, I just can't wait to do it again. Yeah, I really do want to do get it the again. Band back together. I do want to get the band back together. I do want to do it again Yeah. Um, with a better game plan. Yeah. And definitely more Warmer Estes weather. method because I've become a big fan. Yeah. So there you go. Better headphones. That yeah, better headphones. That is our investigation. Hopefully you guys liked it. We know the Estes method clips were a little long, but we wanted everybody to hear them as yeah. we kind of experience them, you know. So very cool. Let us know what you guys think of our Estes method sessions. Anything that's stuck out to you, like like just let us know what you think. I understand people being skeptical about them because I was, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of not anymore. Yeah, it's different to do it yourself. Yeah. And yep. to understand what's actually happening. Yep. So my song choice for this episode, this is one that, um, like sometimes when I, I listen to music on a flash drive in my car plugged into the USB port, and mm-hmm. sometimes for some reason when I'm driving, it conks out and oh. it won't play it. Hmm. In which case I have to stick a CD in because I don't want to listen to the radio. Yeah. CDs. I'm going old school with Dang. CDs. So that happened. One of the times I was coming down here last season, actually. So I put in an old CD that I made. And this song came up on it. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot this song even existed. So some comments for this song on YouTube. Somebody I, somebody writes, quote, nine years later and I still find myself back here every single time I hit rock bottom. Somebody else writes, quote, I don't care if this song was too mainstream. It's a great song and I'll listen to it no matter what people say. Somebody else writes, quote, this song has helped me so much. Crazy how a song can have different meanings to different people. Somebody else writes, quote, I forgot this song existed like entirely. My emo phase ended back in middle school and I can't believe that was eight years ago. Man, it's really weird to see it. Time flies. And somebody else writes, and I totally agree with this. There's like some, some songs have a certain part in the song where you're like, oh my God, that is so awesome. Somebody writes, man, the part that starts at three minutes, 12 seconds into the video gives me goosebumps. And this, this song, it was big on the radio for a little while and then gone. And I've never really looked into any of this band's other stuff. I think they're kind of screamy, mm. maybe a little bit. But I love this song, and I'm mad at myself that I forgot the song existed because it is an amazing song, and it is the song Drown by the band Bring Me the Horizon. Mm. It was big on the radio, and people in the YouTube comments were like mad that it was like on pop-oriented radio mm. stations, and people are like, other people are like, it's getting more people to listen to the band don't be mad that it's but it is an amazing song and it is the song drown by bring me the horizon that's like people being mad that um stranger things 
made people discover Metallica for the first time. Yeah. So what? It's, it's because people feel very <laughs> people are gatekeepers. People feel very I'm a protective fan. of their group, yeah. and then like if if something exposes their group to more yeah. people, they're You're like, not oh, a real metal posers. fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So people hated that this this band song was on pop mm-hmm. radio, but it's a great song, "Drown" by Bring Me the Horizon. I'll have the video in uh, the strangers, and our listener question. I, I pre warned Krista oh. about this one. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> So somebody uh, anonymous sent in, hi guys, in honor of Valentine's Day, Krista, could you see yourself with anyone other than Jim? And Kurt, have you had, quote, the one who got away and do you have any regrets? Hmm. So Krista, could you see her? No. <laughs> no. I don't like that question because what am I supposed to say? Like, oh I, yeah. I, I, there's like <laughs> five or six guys that I can see other than Jim. Uh, we've been together I could for not 27 see you years. with anyone other than Jim. Yeah, you if know, I could, I probably weird. wouldn't be with him. Like I so. love Jim to death. Don't, yeah, me too. Yeah. So I hope so. But no, I don't want to see you with anyone person. other than Jim. I couldn't see you with anyone no. other than Jim. It's such a weird thing. It's not something I think about. No. No. You guys are just perfect together. Yeah. He's Jim's awesome. And Kurt, have you had, quote, the one who got away and do you have any regrets? And I've been thinking about this 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 whole week ever since I read this question. I think I have probably like four or five, quote, that got away. Wow. There's one in particular that I feel like, I don't know if I'd say that they got away, but I feel like there are four or five girls that in a nearby parallel universe I would be with. Mm, mm-hmm. the, the main one... A couple of you guys that listen to this will know her name starts with a J. Uh, like people, it was, it's Julie, my old friend Julie. Mm-hmm. Like everybody said, I should have ended up with Julie. Hmm. And I re- she moved to Arizona and got divorced. And I remember shortly after she got divorced, she she messaged me and she's like, "Would you want to move down here and be with me?" And wow. I said, "No." I didn't know about that. Yeah. Wow. And she's married now, and everything's yeah. awesome, but. I feel it like makes she's you wonder what I, if. yeah, I feel like she's the one that got away. Yeah. And there there's there's like three or four others that I think I should have potentially been with. Yeah. But it didn't happen for whatever reason. And do I regret it? No, I really don't. I mean, I am where I am. Mm-hmm. If I would have moved down there with her, we wouldn't have this podcast. That's true. <laughs> you know. So I feel I don't feel like I feel like I sh- I don't belong being with somebody. Mm. You know, yeah. and I, because every, I'm friends, I'm still friends with like every girl I think I've dated. And so many of them have said the same thing that I make a better friend than a boyfriend. And mm-hmm. I think it's true. Yeah. I think I suck as a boyfriend, <laughs> you know? Funny. So, so do I have any regrets? No, I really that's don't. Good. I really don't. don't. Have regrets. And so many of the ones that I feel like could have been there with somebody now that's so amazingly good. Yeah. So I think, it, I think things worked out the way they were supposed to be. So do, do I have ones who got away? Yeah. Do I have any regrets? No. I don't. Sorry, sorry to have such a reaction to that question. I'm not trying to be rude. I just, it's a weird thing to ask someone who's in an extremely long term committed relationship. Yeah. yeah. Especially <laughs> to have it on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could see myself. Totally. With, like, anybody. Like a hundred people. Yeah. <laughs> but Jim's awesome. I he would date awesome. Jim if you guys ever broke up. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was our, our que- what time are we looking at? Uh, hour and 56 minutes. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. As long as, as long as we have a little bit of time, because I wanted to tell this, you know, this will probably be one of the last things I say about my school stuff, Mm. but I wanted to tell the story because I referenced it 
last season. If you skip to the end of the episode, you're not going to miss anything. But I want to tell this story because I referenced it last season. Are you going to cry? No, I'm not going to cry. I'm, I'm not going to cry at this <laughs> okay. because I, like, I love this story. This won't be a crying story, but okay. it's going to be the story about the homecoming parade. Oh, okay. And because I want to, like I said, this will probably be one of the last stories I tell about my school career, but I brought it up last season and I don't want to leave people hanging that cared about me at the school stuff. So the week before I ended up quitting... I, we had the homecoming parade for Manitowoc and I wasn't going to go because it was like at six o'clock at night. And back then, you know how I rolled. I was in bed at like six o'clock. By the way, I worked second shift one day this week. Yeah. Let me just say, I'm not a second no, shift person. I, I, I kind of like, pain, I'm buddy. okay with being up till 10 now. Mm. But back last year, I would not stay up that, but I'm laying on the couch. It's like five o'clock. I'm in my pajamas. I'm laying on the couch and I'm like, I told students I would try to go to it. So I'm like the heck with it so i got up and got dressed and i went i went to grand avenue in mantuac where the parade went and i was actually like my grandparents on my dad's side have a house that's they used to live there so i kind of went by that there's a big tree so i just sat down on the side of the road by the big tree and uh i'm sitting there and on the other, like people were coming, there were a lot of people there on the other side of the tree was a woman with her teenage daughter so i'm sitting there by the tree and the first group goes by, and it was for a local elementary school. But if you were in middle school and you went to that elementary school, you could walk with them. And one of the students I knew was walking with them, and she's she's marching, and she turns and looks, and all of a sudden she does a double take, and she's like, Mr. K? And she's like waving to me, and she's throwing me candy. <laughs> nice. And then um, the next one went by, and it was for Lincoln, the high school. And, and the two girls that were up there are like, Mr. K? And they're throwing just handfuls of candy at me. And then, the, then the, the, the football team, Lincoln's football team went by and a bunch of the football players were like my first students when mm. I started doing this oh, and wow. they saw me. Some of them got off the float and came over and hugged me and oh, stuff. Oh my God. I thought you weren't going to cry. <laughs> Choked up and not crying. But, um, and then when Washington went by, oh my God, like my school went by, like mm -hmm. literally 12 to 15 students ran out of the parade and came over and hugged wow. me. Yeah. And... You know, it was like that for every group that went by. So it got done and I was like, oh my God. So I, I got ready to leave and I started walking away. And then all of a sudden I hear, Mr. K, get over here. And I'm like, oh my God, who is this? Am I going to get yelled at by somebody? Mm -hmm. So I go to the other side of the tree and it was the woman that was there with her teenage daughter. And she's like, where do you work and what do you do? <laughs> so I told, I told her the whole story about when my friend Angie asked me to do this job that I told her, no, I hate kids. I especially hate middle school age kids. And oh, I told her the whole story about working there and being like, oh my God, I love these kids. And she goes, I just wanted to tell you that I've been coming to this parade for over 20 years. And she said, I have never seen students love someone that much. She said, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Aw, yeah, That's and sweet. and then I went back to my car and I literally cried for like ten minutes. I think I texted you that night. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, I cried for like ten minutes." Isn't it ironic that part of the reason the adults at the school, not I don't want to say they didn't like you, but something they had a yeah. problem with yeah. is how much the kids yeah. loved you. Yeah, but you know when she said that, she said, "I've been coming to this for twenty years." She said, "I've never seen students love someone so much." Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. And then it was the next week that the shenanigans happened, mm -hmm. and I ended up quitting. Yeah. And, um, I am always going to take that moment with me. Yeah. And I told Aaron, we were at a birthday party for 
uh, Aaron's Nicole's Aaron's wife's grandmother. We were there a couple weeks after that, and I told Aaron, I said, I feel like that that homecoming parade situation was God's way of saying, Kurt, you did really good. Yeah. Trying not to cry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I told Aaron, I said, that's like God's way of saying, Kurt, you did good, but it's time to move on. Yeah. Yeah. And Aaron's Aaron Aaron said, dude, he's like, that's the wisest thing I think I ever heard you say. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the moment that I'm gonna take with me. That's awesome that you have that memory. Oh my god. And it was like like I said, it was so weird that it was like the week, like days before the stuff happened mm-hmm. and I quit. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I'm taking with me. So I just wanted to get that story out there because like I said, that was just such an amazing night. You only cried a little. I know, and it makes me wonder <laughs> if, if I got off my couch and actually went to stuff more often. Yeah. yeah right. But now, like I said, I thought I thought second shift would, would kill me. And it's it's like staying up it's only ten o'clock, which I feel if it was eleven, I feel like that would be different. To me, there's such a difference between ten PM mm-hmm. and eleven I'm PM. So <laughs> I didn't know you worked second night one or second yeah. shift. Yeah. I was just helping out with something. But yeah, so that I wanted to let people know that because I I referenced the homecoming parade, but I'm taking that moment with me. I still have my TikTok where students are still writing just amazingly sweet things. And I miss that job so much. But truth be told, I don't think I was good at the job. Mm -hmm. I wasn't good at the reading aid part of the job. What I was really good at was being there for the kids. Yeah, being like totally. And we had so many para meetings because para is what you technically are paraprofessional mm. we had so many meetings where they were like look they're like the students are not your friends and right. i'm like no i'm like every single student i worked there with every single one of them is my friend yeah. i don't i can't not it's a shame that that's a thing yeah because you might be the only positive thing in their yeah. life and for yeah. people to want to shut that down so even when they said this they're, they're your students not your friends i'm like no i'm like every single every single one of those kids that i worked with is my friend and they're always going to be so mm-hmm. i can't disassociate myself with that yeah. I, I said that when i started there i told courtney the one that hired me i'm like i can't be An not this yeah. no i can't not be this i'm like yeah. this is who i am this is only thing i can be that, that goes back to I, the story i told when my friend Erica and I were drinking at the time and she was drunk and she goes, that's when she told me, she said, like, the thing that I love the most about you is that you don't wear different masks for different people. Mm-hmm. She said, you are always the same no matter who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I think that's why I was able to connect with the kids so much. And I think that's why some people there did not like me. Right. You know, like I said, they saw me as a distraction because kids would literally leave the classroom in the middle of a lesson <laughs> if they saw me hi. walk by to come say hi to <laughs> yeah. me in the hallway. So it's just that, you know, it's just, it's, it's a hard situation. I feel like you're not supposed to be friends with the kids, but, I, but middle, especially middle school kids, like to grow up in today's society mm-hmm. and to deal with some of the crap that they got to deal with, like they need that. A friend. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the end of my soapbox about that. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to that's get that out. Story, I just wanted to get that out. So there you go. Anything else for this episode other than deets? So jump into the deets. Just the deets. You can email us at thestrangesessions at gmail.com. Krista does a great job on Instagram at thestrangesessions. You can send postcards. We have so many letters. No. We got it. We got packages. Two, we have to open. Matthew Thornton. We have two more. We got to talk about we that. We have four letters. We got to talk altogether. about the Matthew Thornton thing. Oh, we have a page on Facebook now that's dedicated. Yeah, just because to we Thornton. had. Uh, I think Jennifer, a stranger Jennifer, yeah. suggested that. I forgot we even had a fitness group. Yeah. A Strange Sessions fitness group. Says a lot. That we are <laughs> transitioning to 
being about the Matthew Thornton letters. I have to post pictures of everything. But we have like three unopened letters from Matthew Thornton. Four. Four. That One, we're going two, to, three, four. we're going to maybe open in the next episode, and then we got to post them in the group because yeah. we realize you guys want to see these too. Someone's so, got to look at Matthew. Them thank you for sending us these, but yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get them up in that group. We have uh, three other like packages, envelope type packages, yeah. and a big box. So that if we you have to sent us something to. like last year, we still have it sitting here. So we're gonna be opening them in the next couple episodes. Again, I don't know what this is about. <laughs> Clown card. Creeping me out. Um, you can yeah. So send anything to the Strange Sessions, PO Box four three four, Mantalk, Wisconsin five four two two one dash zero four three four. Thank you again, Anthony. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Anthony. Love this so much. You can call our lonely phone line. Although you guys have been doing a pretty good job, we have a couple voicemails. We got a couple stories that we're gonna play oh. in the next couple episodes. Okay. Send. Uh, you can call our lonely phone line at nine two zero four four three ninety six zero two, and you can send listener stories to the strange session stories at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. We are going to slide over to the side sessions right now. Yep. Couple. I keep to forgetting the left. that our. One about the Jejun Institute isn't even out yet. That comes out tomorrow. tomorrow. And it, it amazed me that people in there, when I posted that, like Jamie, knew like, what like, it was. like, like yeah. they knew what the Jejun Institute situation was, which mm-hmm. was so cool. So thank you guys so much for listening. Again, this was kind of a weird episode. It wasn't a lot of research. It was just about our investigation, but we wanted to get like the Estes method stuff out there so that you guys can kind of hear it and see what you guys think. So anything else? That's it. That's all she wrote. I think that's all she wrote for this episode. So until next time, thank you guys so much for listening and for caring about us and caring about what we do. We love you guys so much. We do. And until next time, stay Stay strange. strange.